Hey guys, this is JP. Thanks for joining us again at Junk Foodies. Today's episode, we are going to be doing all pumpkin spice, starting with Nature's Path pumpkin spice waffles, heading into pumpkin spice yogurt, hummus, chocolate truffles, Bailey's pumpkin spice liqueur, some pumpkin spice crackers, and of course, the king of the pumpkin spice genre, Starbucks, both their pumpkin spice latte and their new pumpkin cold cream, sorry, pumpkin cream cold brew coffee on nitro. So looking forward to heading into this. Let's do it. Hey everybody, JP here again. Again, thanks for joining us. Um, I'm joined today by Christy, an old friend of mine. We've known each other for a very long time. And, um, well, she's got some opinions, so this ought to be fun. Christy, how are you doing today? I'm good. Good, thank you for for joining me. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So this is only the second episode in, and we are already changing how we do things here. Not permanently, but this is kind of a one-off episode. We're going to do it a little differently than what our typical setup will be. Um, As the episode title suggests, and if you heard my intro, I talked about uh, today is going to be all pumpkin spice stuff. So it's that time of year and figured we want to try some things here. Um, I'm a little bit trepidatious about some of the stuff. The pumpkin and spice hummus is looking just a little odd, <laughs> um, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Really hard to find savory pumpkin spice stuff. There's uh, seems like a lot of you know pumpkin spice cookies and, and things like that. Obviously, the latte is the one that started it all, um, but uh, was hard to find stuff that wasn't sweet. But I did find some crackers and some hummus, so we'll try those, I guess, separately and together and. Uh, see how it goes. So how's your week been, Christy? It's been great. It is getting a little chilly, so uh, this pumpkin spice extravaganza is kind of perfect timing. Absolutely, and um, it's it's kind of that time of year. We're not far from Thanksgiving and, and Halloween. Halloween candy's already out in the stores. Uh, we might talk about that at a, a later episode as we get closer to that date. But it uh, definitely is that time of year. So because we've got a lot of stuff to cover today, I think I'm going to jump right into our uh, fabulous questions. Um, So do you describe yourself as a sweet tooth or more of a savory person, Christy? Hmm, I would say probably for snacks, I would pick savory over sweet. So like I would pick a chip over a cookie for sure okay all right and uh what would be your favorite treat either sweet savory or both um like a junk food treat or just any like hummus or (laughs) what what kind of treat are we talking well let's let's start with the junk food and maybe we'll uh we'll get some thoughts on non-junk food treats but if you're treating yourself in a uh, let's just say that that food that you know, our mothers warned us would spoil our appetite. What are you reaching for? Um, like I said, I would definitely reach for a chip. Um, 
I don't discriminate, so any kind of chip, really. Okay. I like them spicy. I like them salty. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that would definitely be my go-to. And if you're at the grocery store and there's Ruffles and Doritos and Pringles and uh, pretzels and, and uh, all those kinds of Cheetos, what, do you, what are you reaching for if you had to only choose one? Definitely, I would say a Ruffle. Okay. I like a good Ruffle. All right. Um, sure and flavor uh flavor right now there's like a flaming hot barbecue that's really good right yeah it's really good yeah those are addictive yeah and are you eating them plain or with some kind of dip um it totally depends they taste really great with dip mm -hmm. uh, but i can easily eat them by themselves by themselves as well gotcha but they do taste good with some halibut you like the hell of a good, uh, uh -huh. the French onion. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really good. Obviously, they chose their name well because it is hell of a good. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Hell of a Good Dip. Um, anyway, uh, any memory you have that sticks out around junk food? Anything come to mind? Ooh. Yeah, I guess the first thing that pops into my head is uh, when I was in high school, um, my good friend and I would hit up the uh, 7-Eleven mm -hmm. on occasion. Classic. And um, I loved the fake cheese for the nachos. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like the melted Velveeta type of stuff that you get at movie theaters, like yeah, that kind of stuff. That, yeah. That, the, yeah, that kind of cheese. So that definitely comes to mind. Okay. Um. And along with that, you know, came the cat classic Slurpee. So there was a little salty, savory, and sweet going on. Yeah, there. covering all your bases there. Yeah, we'll have to do a future episode and, and feature a Slurpee of some kind. Yeah, that'd um, be a good one. So you remember going to the Seven Eleven after school and getting your nachos? Yeah. Excellent. For sure. Excellent. And sometimes during school. During, <laughs> ah, you were one of those. You were one of those. I was. I was a goody two shoes. I wouldn't leave the the school campus. <laughs> Um, what about if you're going to the movies? What's your, maybe this will be nacho cheese as well, but what's the snack you like while you're going to the movies? Yeah, I would pick the nachos for sure. Okay. I would pick the nachos over, over the popcorn. Over popcorn? Okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. And anything sweet at the movies or you're sticking to that, that savory side of things? Uh, Seems to be pretty consistent so far. Yeah. No, it would definitely, it would be the nachos. Then okay. maybe, you know, if there was a Kit Kat or something, I would... Wouldn't Have turn that away. Bite, All right. No, that wouldn't be the thing that I would go and pick. Right. Now, this doesn't necessarily need to be junk food, but what's your go-to snack between meals? Go-to snack between meals. Um, lately, it's been this Greek yogurt with honey. Oh, right. Um, I can't remember the brand name of it. But it is delicious, and it's kind of like a dessert. <laughs> uh, so there's been that. I like a good apple and cheese. It's got to be mm. a good crispy apple. Mm -hmm. Not Nothing mealy. Yeah. wimpy ones. Um, yeah, I would say those are kind of, oh, some hummus. The little hummus and cracker packets that you can get. I've been buying those to throw in my bag because they're like super hmm. convenient. Um, 
but yeah, I, I would say those are my. Now you mentioned lately. throwing them in your bag, and I, I didn't uh, mention this earlier when I introduced you, but you've got a background in dance. Um, do you think? I mean, it's been a while since you were, uh, you know, a competitive dancer. You, you've been more teaching and, and managing other dance teachers uh, for quite a while. But um, do you, uh, if, if you're have a long day of competitions, what's the uh, what's the snack you're throwing in your bag to kind of snack on in between numbers? Is that is there like a granola bar, or what are they doing backstage, those girls? Or do they, do they all have eating disorders? <laughs> no, not everyone has eating di- Mostly, no one eats. <laughs> okay. So I guess you going, could... Going back to my earlier question. Uh, yeah. But for me, it was yogurt and cottage cheese. Together um, or separate? Together. That's weird. Like, okay, so like, <laughs> what, what flavor yogurt? Uh, like just a vanilla okay. or, or and the even saltiness just a plain... of the cottage cheese that didn't throw oh, it no, off. Oh no, I would do dry curd. Whoa! Okay. I don't like the. You don't like the creamy. Stuff. I don't like the creamy. You want it like dry as, as sawdust. Yeah, okay. so that's. And why were you adding the cottage cheese? A texture or just extra protein? No, just the protein factor. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds a little too healthy. So let's get back to our regular yeah. conversation. <laughs> um, do you have any odd combinations or or? kind of strange treats you like to combine that are unusual other than obviously yogurt and cottage cheese which just I'm just trying to picture what that must look like like you know botulism it looks like regular cottage cheese <laughs> I guess yeah you know, I suppose it might um, any odd combos odd combos my previous guest mentioned he likes uh, french fries not that that's odd I think a lot of people do but like french fries and dipping them in the Wendy's Frosty what's I guess you don't know anything about this. I do not know anything about well, this. Well, you can connect with Sam later and he'll answer all your questions. Um, nothing like comes to mind that's weird. Okay. Honestly. I... Okay, you're just pretty uh, middle of the road. Yeah. Chips and dip and uh, occasionally a Kit Kat and nachos. Gotcha. I mean, I guess some people could potentially say like the crispy cheesies with hot sauce but i don't know if that's weird or not well being that they sell flaming hot cheetos i don't think that's so unusual um for a little bit of background i know that before uh, so being up here in canada before we had access to flaming hot cheetos we used to make our own homemade version which was yeah you'd open a bag of cheetos and dump about you know 10 dashes of hot sauce in there and then close the, the bag and shake them up and they were a little wet uh, messy to eat, but very tasty. So I wouldn't say that's that's super odd. Uh, what about honey on popcorn? That is weird. Uh, well, like maybe I shouldn't say that. I've never done that. Um, I've never heard of anyone doing that. But I guess that's not that far from like a kettle corn oh. with the salty and the sweet, or a caramel corn, really. Yeah, my mom used to do that. So melt the butter and put some honey honey in there, and then put and- that on your air pop. Would you okay? So you'd apply it to the popcorn afterwards, yeah? Not like while it's popping, okay? Yeah, yeah. all right. Um, drink of choice, drink of choice. I would go for a Coke Zero, okay? Like just regular drink, not Whatever adult, adult beverage, anything you want, anything <laughs> you want. Um, yeah, I like a Fresca. Okay. Like a... I'm sensing a theme here with the uh, sugar-free beverages. Yeah. Um, we used to get sugar-free mug 
root beer, but for some reason they took it away. But hmm. that was my fave and delish. Okay. Um, the other day I had, for the first time, sugar-free Barks, which uh, I'm told has bite because that means it's caffeinated. Most root beer doesn't have caffeine. And apologies for those of you who are hearing me go over this again. But um, I went to one of those Coke machines that allows you to choose all the different flavors. And one of the uh, sugar-free options, I tend to go sugar-free as well if I'm going to drink some kind of a soft drink because I just think if I can get the flavor without also getting all the sugar and calories, then I may as well. And they had a sugar-free Barks, um, which wasn't quite the same as the mug from what I remember, but it was pretty good. Now, you mentioned alcoholic beverages. What would be your choice there? Well, it would depend on mood. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I like a nice dry rosé or red wine, hmm. um, but I really dig a Manhattan um, or bourbon, just straight. Mm -hmm. Lately, been really into a paper plane. Paper plane? What's in that? Um, it is a Verna, so a a, That's like an Italian bitter liqueur. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is Aperol. Mm-hmm. And a couple of other things that I can't remember. But it's pretty mm -hmm. and not too sweet. Uh, and, yeah, just a good, easy, easy drinker. Okay, so I just did a quick uh, Google search here. And on liquor.com, they say the name of this uh, cocktail. I didn't realize it was um, so recent. They say that it was um, inspired by uh, inspired by the song Paper Planes by MIA, which uh, that's a pretty modern cocktail. Uh, it looks like it's a modern update of something called The Last Word, but the ingredients are bourbon, Aperol, Amaro, and fresh lemon juice. That does sound really nice. Yeah. Um, I will have to give one of those a try. So Highly recommend. The paper plane. Okay. Um, if you were having a last meal, what snacks would be there? Definitely chips. Okay. <laughs> Going back to those ruffles. Um, nachos. Mm-hmm. Um, wings. I mean, I think all the classics for me. Right. Uh, some nuggets would be good. <laughs> okay. Wings um, and nuggets or either well, or? Well, either or. Okay. Uh, depends who I would be dining with. Cause I see. I know some people have a bone issue, so mm -hmm. they would rather have the, the boneless. Old, the old bone versus boneless uh, debate. <laughs> debate. Uh, fries. Mm-hmm. See, I would definitely, they'd all be... Salty. Yeah, it sounds like it. You would not have the uh, the sweet buffet. No. Okay. I don't think so. What about any favorite seasonal snacks? We talked about Thanksgiving coming up, Halloween, Christmas is around the corner. Anything stick out? Seasonal. I can't come up with... Well, I really love a pumpkin spice latte, so I feel like that's... Okay. Seasonal. Um, well, I'll take it a step further. Are you a, a big pumpkin pie fan, or do you prefer something else at your Thanksgiving dinner? Yes, I okay, love Okay, well, that's a, totally a seasonal pie. treat. Yeah, there's a yeah, sweet one true. for a change. It's sweet. 
Uh, I love pumpkin pie. I actually really love pumpkin everything. Okay. But I'm hesitating about this hummus. All right. We'll, we'll get there. It, it is. It's unfortunately, <laughs> I, it was out of the fridge for a while, so I think it kind of melted a little bit, and then we put it back in the fridge, so then it kind of solidified, and yeah, it is It is a little odd it looking. It smells it, a little weird, It doesn't too, but... look the same as when I brought it from the store, to look at the ingredients on that. What else? Like a, a stolen at Christmas? Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Um, the old uh, German pastry, I believe it is. Yeah. I'd love that. Or German sweet bread, more to, to be accurate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think those would be my... Yeah, oh, right. or you could say my dad always got the the bowls, the avocat out with the ice cream. That's seasonal. Yeah, you associate <laughs> that. Well, I guess you could have that any time of year, but you associate yeah. that with Christmas. Yeah, with Christmas. So he would pour the avocat, which uh, for those of you who don't know is a... Kind of an eggy liqueur, I guess not too far removed from almost like an eggnog. Um, it's like a, a yellow custard color and it has a flavor similar to eggnog without the nutmeg. Um, and then he just pours that over ice cream. Interesting. Yes, so it's creamy and... Yeah, a little boozy. A little boozy, yeah. It's yummy. Um, you might have answered this already with your 7-Eleven, but when you were growing up, what was your com- most common after-school snack? <laughs> well, it was Seven Eleven, mm-hmm. which didn't set me up well for for the future. Um, Why is that? Well, eating you know potato chips after school is ah. not the, the best thing. Not the to healthiest do. Ha- eating habit. Um, um, what else? I remember eating ice cream too, which. Would After be my school? Other, yeah, Man. which would be my other favorite. You were I was, living like I was a Rockefeller. I key kid, I so <laughs> um, there wasn't anybody watching me. Um, yeah, because ice cream would be my other definite hmm. snack, guilty pleasure. Okay. Uh, but I can't really remember... I. Yeah, eating anything else, like, kind of after school. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a, a go-to that I would come home all the time. I guess it would just depend on what was in the house at that point. Right. Until not I was like, able to drive. <laughs> not like you were shopping for yourself at that age. Yeah. Um, so on the Advocat, uh, just so we didn't leave that hanging out there, it's a traditional Dutch alcoholic beverage made from eggs, sugar, and brandy. The rich and creamy drink has a smooth custard-like consistency. Uh, alcohol between 14 and 20 percent and um, contents may be a blend of egg yolks aromatic spirits sugar honey brandy vanilla and sometimes cream or evaporated milk so basically yeah, so what was, i said it was sweet but had a little bit of a little kick little kick yeah all right um finally what is the one item that you find inexplicably popular that you just can't stand so something that people really seem to like but you don't get it or is there something you really like that no one else seems to be on board with? I guess I could ask the flip side <laughs> of that question. Um, oh, that's hard. I I don't know. Nothing's coming to mind. Hmm. All right. Um, oh, mayonnaise and Ugh. French fries. 
Yeah, I don't get yeah, that. Yeah, I, I don't get that one at all. Yeah, I'm pretty hard-pressed to find any place where I really like mayonnaise. I'll yeah. tolerate it. Like yeah. in a tuna salad, for example, you know, you wouldn't just eat tuna dry, but uh, like mayonnaise on a sandwich, I'd prefer not to have, or on a burger. On a burger? Yeah. yeah, no. But dipping fries in it? No way, man. I'm, like, I'm team ketchup but all the way. people are really into that. Yeah, especially those I, Europeans. I don't They're get that. They're drowning that shit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Don't get that one, so... That's what comes to mind on that. Okay. Well, uh, we've gone through the question part of the podcast. Uh, We're going to take a quick break here, and then we'll head right into the trial of the pumpkin foods. Okay, we're back. So I think we will start with the Starbucks beverages, just because they are rapidly cooling and or warming. Uh, depending on which one you're looking at. Um, So I think Starbucks is uh, really known for starting the whole pumpkin spice craze. They've done a really good job at um, making that a limited time offer. So people, you know, are rushing to get in line for their pumpkin spice, the pumpkin spice addicts. They've added to that recently with a couple of different pumpkin spice baked goods. And now they've got this um, pumpkin cold foam. I got to get the name of this thing. I am... I appreciate you guys as I stumble through this podcasting thing. And by the way, the audio quality, uh, you know, for those of you who are barely hanging on just because of the audio quality, I hope it will get better. Um, But in any case, let's start with the um, pumpkin spice latte, the one that started it all, and um, see what we think of it here. So we've got one, a tall, with whipped cream on top, just recently picked up from a local Starbucks. So um, on the nose, you're getting a lot of coffee, obviously, to, to, to state the really obvious one, but uh, mostly it's nutmeg I'm getting and some kind of baking spices, um, maybe a little clove, maybe cinnamon. Um, quite sweet. So definitely a little bit of the bitterness of the coffee, but way sweeter than typical coffee I'm drinking um, and again really potent in the spice area and that's probably because the barista poured uh, sprinkled some I believe it was nutmeg on top there so that's de- definitely what I'm getting right off the bat is like ooh, I just took a big chunk of nutmeg out of that pumpkin pie uh, what are you getting over there Christy um I get the like pumpkin pie spice like mm-hmm. if I was making pumpkin pie I, I get the full-on spice mixture mm-hmm. um i get the uh the whipped cream like the creamy mm-hmm. i don't know if whipped cream has a smell but um, yeah it's creamy and sweet i guess yeah and yeah you're right the the full-on coffee yeah um as we know with starbucks that right. it's a stronger cup yeah uh and you really smell the difference with them the pumpkin spice or with the coffee I mean mm-hmm. so yeah I find like I mentioned earlier I really like a pumpkin spice latte mm-hmm. but I don't usually get it full-on so I get it half sweet because okay, I so feel like this is pretty sweet pretty intense yeah this is interesting because i thought i know that's how you usually do it and i typically would do that as well but i thought 
for the uh, purposes of this podcast, I yeah. thought we should get it as the traditional recipe um, is designed. So yeah, I do find it a touch on the sweet side, and I wonder if it's even settled a little bit, if um, some of the sweetness has maybe gone to the bottom. And I just gave it a stir, and okay, definitely the spice has settled down now that we've got past that initial spice on the front there. Yeah. I'm getting a little more um, subtlety on the spice now, so it's not all just pure nutmeg. I'm getting a little clove, mm-hmm. but definitely the sweetness increased when I gave yeah. it a little stir there as well. I would agree. Okay, so that's the uh, the pumpkin spice latte. Now, this is the new, uh, I'm going to say the name right this time. Uh, the new drink is the pumpkin cream cold brew. Now, I was offered by the barista to get this uh, regular or on nitro. And for those of you who don't know, uh, on nitro just means they run it through a tap, um, similar to how beer is poured, but instead of with carbon dioxide, it's with nitrogen. That doesn't change the flavor at all, but nitrogen has a smaller bubble than carbon dioxide, and so it makes for a kind of a, um, a denser, creamier mouthfeel. And uh, I thought, oh, that sounds like that would go really well with the um, pumpkin cream that they put on top. Now... Just tasting the pumpkin cream here. Well, let me start with the nose. It's a little different than the um, the latte. It smells more pumpkiny, funny enough. And this has got a lot more coffee in it. Um, the coffee to milk ratio, and this would be very different than the latte, which is probably uh, more milk than coffee because they're using an espresso shot. This is mostly coffee with a floater of this pumpkin cream. Um, again, getting the nutmeg because I sprinkle it right on top. The sweetness is really subtle, though. I really like that a lot. It's like a really great cup of coffee um, with cream in it and just a, just a hint of spice. And you're getting that earthiness that I associate with the pumpkin, I think, more than I got in the pumpkin spice latte, which is funny because that's the classic. Yeah, I get a lot of the pumpkin, like the actual pumpkin scent and taste instead of just like sweet balm yeah I'm, I'm digging that pumpkin cream cold brew i don't know uh what the nitro brings to the picture and we've yeah. been talking for a while already so maybe the nitro is, has dissipated but as we've talked i've noticed that the black cold brew coffee has started to turn kind of a um uh like the color of wet sand almost as the cream is melting into the coffee and distributing itself throughout the cup so it's not just cream on top and um, and then coffee all the way down. They're kind of becoming integrated. I yes. agree, though. I, I like this a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost easier to drink, funny enough, than the full latte. Well, definitely on the finish of this one, you're getting just a nice, coffee. smooth coffee. It's not sweet all the way through. Yeah. You're getting the sweet up front. I'm gonna give it a little stir just to see if that makes a difference. Kind of incorporate those spices throughout. Yeah, that is that is really nice. That's a real easy drinker. I like that quite a bit. Yeah, uh, with the stir, I find that it's, um it's very different. I wouldn't know if I would call it pumpkin any longer hmm. if I didn't know. So maybe the the stir kind of, the coffee took over, maybe a little bit of the subtlety of the pumpkin flavor. The pumpkin flavor was pretty subtle. 
Yeah, in comparison to the latte, yeah. for sure. Although if you get just a little bit of the whipped cream, cream. that's still on top, um, definitely you're still getting some of that uh, that pumpkin oh, yeah. pie flavor. Oh, for um, sure. Without the spice, just the pumpkin itself. I mean, the spice is there for sure, but you can definitely distinguish between the two. And actually you get um, more of the sweet mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the cream. Yeah, and of course the coffee in this is unsweetened, so that... I think it's a it's a nice balance. It's yeah. um, more so than the latte, which it being more milk than coffee is, um, you know, milk brings its own sweetness to the table. The coffee here is a nice counterpoint. So I'm liking this. It's kind of like the grown up pumpkin spice latte. I feel like the pumpkin spice latte is, you know, the training wheels. And um, this is maybe for uh, people with a little bit, uh, who like the bitter things a little bit better in life and maybe a little more of a mature pa palate, dare I say. I do miss the, that it's warm, though. Oh, you wish it, it was... With it being the fall hot. situation. Yeah. I wonder, so, yeah, I guess this I guess that'd be the downside to it. As it, as it gets crisp and cold outside, do you want an ice to drink? Um, I wonder if you could request the cold foam put on top of a hot coffee. I imagine if you ask, they do it for you. I've just never thought about it. Probably. Okay, so we've got a couple of drinks in us. Do we double down on the drink, or do we go to a, a food? What do you think? Because uh, we we've got can... the Baileys. Oh, yeah, let's do the Baileys. Let's just do all the drinks. Okay, so um, got the Baileys Pumpkin Spice Limited Edition um, bottle here. So I'm just going to pour a little shot for you and a little shot for me. So um, smell I'm getting on this one definitely smells like Baileys. It's got that that whiskey smell, but also that creamy, almost um, butteriness that you get with Bailey's. A um, little bit of, little bit of spice on the nose, but nothing uh, too, too crazy. It's not all that different than Bailey's, actually. Um, Flavor-wise, I'm getting, again, nutmeg and clove. Pumpkin really, really lightly, nothing um, overpowering. Definitely more subtle than like with the Starbucks we were talking about earlier. And um, on the finish, it's almost like uh, cinnamon, but not um, not baking cinnamon, like almost like artificial cinnamon, like you get from Red Hots or um, what's that cinnamon uh, liquor that all the kids are drinking these days? Fireball. Fireball, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a little bit of fireball on my palate at the end. Um, what are you getting out of this one? Do you like it? I like this a lot. Okay. Uh, now, would you drink this straight or would you mix it into coffee? I would mix this into coffee for sure. Okay. Like, I'd make my own pumpkin spice lattes at home. Okay. Um, so you think this would like, suffice as, a, as an alternative to going to Starbucks? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and it's not as sweet. For sure. Mm -hmm. It still gives you the creaminess. So like pouring it in a cup of coffee, it's it's like the cream in the coffee or your creamer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, just like a regular, I guess, Bailey's and coffee. But right. this has that nice little fall kick. Um, I love the spice in it. I just, yeah, I dig this. I think it's great. All right. Um, and Bailey's not too sweet. And not too sweet. I always find that when I've had Bailey's and coffee... Again, the coffee is such a bold flavor that it really overpowers the Baileys. And it's <laughs> never just think you're not putting enough in. <laughs> maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. But then at some point I go, well, like, what's the point of putting like a half a cup of Baileys into a cup of coffee? Like, it, well, I it's wonder the same if it's, as your cream, though. I guess, but 
my cream, a couple of tablespoons, you know, is enough for me. And I feel like a couple of tablespoons of Bailey's, um, I don't know, it, does, it doesn't bring enough to the table, but maybe I just haven't had enough experience with it. And, and I haven't tried this in coffee, so that might be worth a try. All right, uh, well, next up we've got Nature's Path Pumpkin Spice, organic pumpkin spice uh, toaster waffles. So similar to your um, Eggo style. Um, and we've already pre-toasted these, so uh, let's take a, a bite out of these and see what we think. They look kind of like a, an Eggo waffle, um, a little bit orangey though, a little darker than an Eggo waffle. Uh, it doesn't have that yellow, you know, Eggo look. Um, smells kind of like a baked, like a pumpkin bread, I guess, uh, which is, uh, I guess, what it is, really. Um, so it's got a nice smell to it. What do you think of that? Yeah, I got, like, muffin out of this as soon as it came out of the, the package. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you've had the pumpkin spice muffin from Starbucks. I don't believe I have. It has the cream cheese on it. Mm -hmm. um, they're delicious. And this totally reminded me, like, it totally smelled like that coming out. And then when I toasted it, um, I had high hopes. So I tried some with um, just plain. Yeah, by itself. And then um, I poured a little syrup on. Okay. It's like you're, how you're supposed to have a waffle. And... I liked it without the syrup. So um, the syrup didn't bring anything. No, I, I think maple would go well with pumpkin, but not not so. No, I I didn't feel like it, but it's. I mean, it was soft inside. Uh, I mean, this definitely isn't an ego being mm -hmm. a different brand, but you know, was okay. All right, all right. Well, I didn't try it with the syrup. I didn't feel the need to add the syrup. Um, but I could see how maybe, maybe cream cheese might go yeah. well on it, or maybe like a spoon of vanilla yogurt or something. Just to, it's a little dry without anything on top of it. I yeah. didn't feel like I needed to add anything too too sweet. Um, but definitely tasted like authentic kind of pumpkin bread. Uh, it was moist. Uh, it wasn't too dried out, and it had all those spices that we've come to um, associate with this uh, particular uh, type of food. So. Um, I'm not a, a big toaster waffle eater or a waffle eater in general, uh, but it wasn't bad. And um, Yeah, and this wasn't too sweet either. No. This was kind of perfect amount of sweet to spice. Right. Between this and an Eggo, I'd probably choose this, so um, not too shabby. All right, well, I guess we're uh, staying on the sweet side of things. We've got the Dan and Yogurt, uh, the Oikos by Dan and Greek yogurt, pumpkin spice flavors. This is a limited edition. Uh, it is pretty orange. <laughs> it's the color of the uh, Starbucks latte. Um, it smells like yogurt. And I think yeah. all, all the spices are probably giving me nose blindness at this, pers at this point, because I'm not having stuff that's too, too different. Now this is um, mixed throughout, so it's not one of those yogurts that has stuff on the bottom. Um, and it's just like a pale orange color, almost looks like Thousand Island dressing. Um, talking about fries and mayo earlier. Um, let's see what the taste is on this. 
So really creamy, as you would expect Greek yogurt to be, although I've had thicker ones. I think this might be a, a lower fat one, so not a full fat Greek yogurt like the, the um, one you were talking about earlier with the honey. Yeah. This is a good snack. I mean, yeah, I'm okay with this. Yeah. It's not bad. Um, it kind of tastes like vanilla, vanilla yogurt that's had cinnamon. cinnamon added. Yeah. I'm not getting a ton else. Yeah, um, no, me neither. I'm not getting anything that specifically comes out tasting like pumpkin in that. No. Although maybe you wouldn't want that in your yogurt. I don't know. No, but, and, yeah, it's mostly cinnamon, but I would say that it it's a great little snack. Okay. Especially if you didn't want to go for one of the hardcores at Starbucks. Right. Um, that it would definitely wet your Appetite. need for it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not, uh, I wouldn't say it's delicious, but it's not, not awful. It's yeah. I mean, a, in comparison to the waffle and. Maybe this would be good on top of the waffle. Maybe it would be, be actually. A good combination. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we have, man, I'm starting to get sugar overload here. I'm not used to eating so much sugar in one sitting. We have um, the Lindor Chocolate Truffles, or Lint, L-I-N-D-T, Lindor. I don't know the differences between those two. I thought that was the brand name, but they're both on there. So this basically just looks like a, uh, a chocolate ball. It smells like milk chocolate. Yeah. I'm not really getting anything else off the smell. It's got kind of a fudgy center. What do you think? Um, funny enough, I'm not getting any of the pumpkin from it. But maybe that's because... You know, I'm not either. And I'm wondering <laughs> if this actually... I know they make a pumpkin spice flavor. Oh, is this just a Halloween I'm wondering one? if this is just a wrapper that looks like a pumpkin. We should, add, <laughs> we should edit this out and, and pretend like it tastes like pumpkin. I think that's just milk chocolate. That was, okay. Okay, so that's why I should have gotten a few more and tested them before we did this episode. So I have had the pumpkin spice lint chocolate before. Yeah. It's been a long time, so I don't have any recollection of it, but these aren't them, so let's and, ignore those. And I remember really liking them. Mm. Okay, well, I won't ask you why you like them because it's been a long time, I imagine. Yeah, I just remember that I liked them. Had recently, so if I see those in the store, um, I will pick those up and add them as an addendum to a future episode. But <laughs> I think all we got was uh, milk chocolate. Was chocolate. So uh, I guess our palates aren't completely wrecked because we weren't like, oh, it tastes pumpkin -y. tastes good. <laughs> all right, uh, now a couple of items that may not be available everywhere. We've got... These uh, crackers, which if you uh, follow us on Twitter at Junk Foodies Pod, I posted a picture of these. Uh, Leslie Stowe Raincoast Crisps Pumpkin Spice Crackers. Now, these are a limited edition product. These are crackers that uh, you'll often see in these parts anyway on cheese trays. Um, they're kind of a rough-shaped, kind of artisan-looking cracker with seeds in them. They sometimes have cranberries in them, that kind of thing. Um, ingredients, wheat flour, pumpkin seeds, raisins, pecans, brown sugar, flax, rolled oats, sesame seeds, turbinado brown sugar, baking soda, sea salt, 
cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, clove. So it's got all the things in there. Nothing uh, particularly pumpkin other than the pumpkin seed. So maybe we'll try these by themselves and then um, we can bust out the freaky hummus, which is an abomination. <laughs> I don't think any hummus was ever meant to have uh, pumpkin, pumpkin spice in spice. it. But um, forgive us if you're a purist when it comes to hummus. Um, I smell a little bit of sweetness to this cracker. Yeah, well, it does have, uh, they did say they listed turbinado brown sugar as one of the ingredients, oh. and I think raisins. I thought they might be cranberries, but raisins. Um, very seedy. Um, yeah, I'm just smelling kind of nuttiness, and... I smell a little bit of cinnamon. Kind of toasted grain. Um, maybe a little bit of spice there. What do you think of the taste? Okay, so initially I just got cracker. Right. Like um, just a wheat cracker? Just a, yeah. But then, kind of on the end, I do get that little bit of sweet yep. um, spice. Yep. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, I'm actually surprised by it. It's definitely got the, the nutty flavor that you're going to get with, um, well, the pecans, obviously. And the pumpkin seeds. I don't know that pumpkin seeds bring any pumpkin-y flavor to it. I don't right. really think so. No. Um, but it's definitely got sweet and spice, which I guess is um, what you associate with uh, pumpkin spice is the things like the cinnamon, allspice, cloves, brown sugar. Like, I feel like this would be really great with some goat cheese. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, On like so a it brings out... charcuterie plate. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Okay, well, we're going to dive in. So our, our last uh, <laughs> pumpkin spice product. Pumpkin and spice hummus. Western <laughs> Family is the product, which um, is a grocery store brand up here. But I believe I've also seen in the United States. So, I don't know, licensing deals. So I don't know if this is available everywhere. Um, in terms of ingredients, it looks like they do have some pumpkin seeds in the middle. Um Ingredients, chickpeas, tahini, lemon juice, so so far so good. Toasted pumpkin seeds, garlic puree, honey, sea salt, pumpkin spice, and citric acid. So again, pumpkin seeds, but no actual pumpkin. And then but some the spice. spice. Yeah, so that's the brown kind of swirls you're seeing yeah. there. I'm just going to give that a stir so it's not completely <laughs> overpowering. This looks terrible. <laughs> this is kind of scary to yeah, me. I'm not, not going to lie. Like, it looks like food poisoning in a Petri dish. Ew. Um... So smell-wise, smell? yeah, I'm definitely smelling the garlic and the tahini. So, as, again, as you'd expect with pumpkin, or uh, pardon me, with hummus. Um, Are you getting the spice at all, though? Yeah. Oh, strange. I think, okay. you know, again, cinnamon and nutmeg are kind of the standouts there. I don't know if you're getting anything else. Well, the... The garlic, so garlic big of, time. Yeah, it's, it's kind, kind of, of weird. Strange, yeah, because yeah, you get the kind strange. of the sweeter spices, but then also the garlic. Garlic. Yeah, it's got a really weird um, nose clash. There's a clash yeah. between the garlic and the pumpkin spice. I'm trying to think of what that reminds me of. It reminds me of like there's like um, 
I'm thinking of like Cuban food where you'll have like a you know beef braised in um you know in, in garlic and 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 citrus but then they also use cinnamon sticks in it it's kind of oh. got that thing going on which I, I just don't associate with pumpkin spice well or with hummus well that too i mean garlic and hummus <laughs> obviously are a good yeah. match but um let me try some of this by itself okay <laughs> You have to set you aside. To see the face. You have to set aside your <laughs> expectations. I think that if I went into this not expecting a pumpkin spice product, I probably wouldn't mind it. Um, it just tastes like kind of like a spiced hummus. It does actually. But what's throwing me is I'm associating pumpkin spice with a different huh. flavor profile. So it's it's just kind of a clash, like. You wouldn't eat this beside a pumpkin spice latte and feel good about yourself. No. You'd be questioning your life choices. Um, what do you think of it by itself? I, I agree. I almost wish I didn't know what it was because mm. I think I would have been like, oh, this is like very interesting. But yeah, knowing that it's supposed to be pumpkin spice, I think does throw you off because... Try it with You're the cracker. You're not too sure. Okay. Maybe the cracker... Mellows it? M mellows it a little bit, or maybe it um, it kind of ups the spice and maybe counteracts the garlic there a little bit. Apologies for the people with misophonia that might be yeah. listening to this if you haven't tuned out already. Hmm. I feel like better with the cracker than by itself. Yeah. Like, I don't be... know what that would taste like with a carrot. Right. Might be good with pita, maybe? Yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, I don't mind it with the cracker. Yeah. By itself, it was a little intense, but I think it needed something to kind of tame it. But this cracker is good with it. Yeah, that's a good match. Okay, that was a little surprising. That was a little surprising. <laughs> okay. Well, that is the end of our pumpkin spice review. Um... So let's go through one at a time and give our uh, star ratings. So we started with the pumpkin spice latte and the cold foam. Oh, man. I cannot <laughs> get the name of this thing to save my life. Cold pumpkin. What is it? <laughs> this is professional podcasting, folks. Um, we should just edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> the cold brew nitro pumpkin yeah. <laughs> is that what it's called <laughs> they know what we're talking about <laughs> yeah if you need to know the title go back to the beginning of the episode so i'm sorry the pumpkin cream cold brew uh on a scale of um well let's start with the pumpkin spice latte okay. so the classic uh -huh. one so on a scale uh up to three stars what would you give it uh, and this one in particular, or how I like it? This one in particular, this one the in classic particular. one. Okay, I'm going to say, so I'm going to say, do I get to do half? Of course. I'm going to say one and a half. One and a half, okay. So, kind of right in the middle, straight down the middle there. Yeah. Okay, and what would you give the, the one you usually like, and how do you usually get yours done? Well, the half sweet. So just a regular one, but half sweet. Yeah. Which I believe means... One and a half pumps of syrup instead of three or something like yeah. that. They basically just use half, half the syrup. So I would give it 
like two and a half. Two and a half, your regular one. Okay. Yeah. And what about the pumpkin cream cold brew on nitro? I'm going to give it a two and a half as well. Two and a half. Okay. Um, moving on, uh, next up we had the Bailey's pumpkin spice. Whoa. I really like that one. Uh-huh. So I'm going to give it a three. Three? I think everybody should try that. All right. Well, that's the, uh, the winner of the uh, podcast so far. Uh, I think following that we went to the waffle. The waffle. Nature's path. Yeah, the waffle I'm going to give like one. Just one star. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Oikos pumpkin spice Greek yogurt. Same. Well, one star. Yeah. Actually, okay. I might give it a little less. It's half like a star? A three star. quarters? Yeah. <laughs> half or three quarters? Half a star. Half a star. Okay. So the, the uh, yogurt wasn't doing it for you? No. Okay. Um, and then the Raincoast crisps, the crackers. I liked those too. I'm going to give those a two. Two stars. And uh, we're going to set aside the chocolate because I think that just ended up being just regular milk chocolate, not pumpkin. Um, so my error there. I'll try to rectify that in a future episode. Uh, what do you give the hummus? <laughs> I'm not it's sure. Really it's really bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, not terrible. I think it's better than the yogurt. Really? With the cracker. So, okay, okay. So, on its own, maybe not crazy about it, but yeah. with the cracker, you liked it better than the yogurt it. by itself. Yes, yeah. Okay. So, let's say one and a half. One and a half. All right. Well, for myself, um, pumpkin spice latte, uh, a little too sweet for me, and and I'm a sweet tooth. So we never talked about my answer to those questions, but I tend to veer towards sweet, but even that's a little intensely sweet for me. Um, so... Not terrible. I didn't hate it, but I think I'd have a hard time drinking an entire one to myself. Uh, I'd say I'll give that uh, one and a half on the pumpkin spice latte. The um, pumpkin cream cold brew. Finally, it only took me about six times to get that name right. Uh, that one I liked quite a bit more, so I'm going to get that a two and a half. Um, I could easily sleep, see enjoying that. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to go two and three quarters. It's just a touch below three. I feel like three <laughs> has to be really damn good. Um, yeah. And that was pretty good. But, uh, you know, maybe um, the fact that it comes at a time of year when you don't want a cold drink, uh, maybe I, I dock at a half a point for that. Yeah, or, a, a, pardon me, a, a quarter of a point. Next up is the pumpkin spice Baileys. I didn't mind it. The Tasted a little artificial, like I got that artificial cinnamon rather than real cinnamon. I suppose that's a, in a liqueur that needs to be shelf-stable and all that. It's probably harder to get those subtle kind of spice notes. Um, and so it's probably easier just to pump artificial cinnamon in there. So that turned me off a little bit. Um, so I'd give that one a one and a half stars, uh, which is funny because you really liked that one. But uh, I didn't hate it. It just wasn't my if favorite. It had like real real cinnamon in it it would get all clumpy no no i'm not i'm not suggesting that they put real cinnamon in it and i understand that it's a product that needs to sit on a shelf and you know they can't it's hard for them to use organic um organic ingredients but it just the fact that it tasted like artificial cinnamon um yeah you know not necessarily for me i didn't hate it i don't know if i'd go out of my way to get it again um 
following that, the waffle it tasted like a good baked good, like you said, like a kind of like a pumpkin muffin in waffle form. I wouldn't mind trying it with some toppings, maybe like uh, some vanilla yogurt or cream cheese, um, maybe a sprinkle of extra cinnamon. The cinnamon is one of my favorite flavors, so I definitely I wouldn't mind adding to that. So that one was pretty good. I'll give it a two. Uh, the yogurt didn't really do anything for me. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. Uh, I like my Greek yogurt a little thicker. It was kind of thin uh, because it was a, a reduced fat version. But, I, you know, if, if I'm going to do Greek yogurt, give me the full flavor. Give me all the fat. Um, so that one, I say one and a half stars. The Raincoast Crisps Pumpkin Spice Flavor pretty good. And I think like you said, would, I think would go really good on a charcuterie plate. Uh, I'll give those two stars. And the pumpkin spice hummus, that one was, uh, that was really tough. I, the garlic together with the, um, the garlic with the baking spice, it was just such a, a strange combination. It's like sweet and savory, which sometimes is good, but in this case, it was just kind of odd, and, and maybe that had to do with my expectations. I did like it better on the cracker. The cracker seemed to tame it a little bit, mm -hmm. and maybe that made it taste like something more like something that was on a, a charcuterie plate, um, as opposed to everything we'd had up until then, which was sweet, sweet, sweet. So on its own, uh, I mean, we've got a lot of it left, so uh, maybe I'll have some later in the day and, and um, try it on some chopped vegetables or something and see how it goes. But... Uh, I wouldn't go out of my way to get it again. I think I'd rather just have regular hummus or, or make my own hummus. It's uh, fairly easy to do. And I love those flavors of garlic and parsley and lemon and tahini. I'm not sure that they necessarily go with cloves and nutmeg and cinnamon, though, allspice. So I'm going to give the uh, pumpkin and spice uh, hummus a one star. So that wraps up the tasting portion of the podcast. Um... You can reach us online at Twitter at JunkFoodiesPod. If you want to send us suggestions or questions, our Gmail is JunkFoodiesPod at gmail.com. And I actually have a, a question from one of our listeners um, from Southern Idaho. Travis Holloway writes in to JunkFoodiesPod to say, uh, listen to your first episode and heard... Uh, your guest uh, talk about how puffy Cheetos are disgusting. <laughs> have to disagree with him. All Cheetos are good. Um, do you have a uh, preference for crunchy versus puffy? Uh, okay, well, that's a great question. Christy, why don't you go ahead and answer that one? Do you have a, a preference over? Yeah, I would. Well, I, I would have initially said not the puffy as well, that they're just weird. Yeah. But... Uh, recently tried a puffy, um, a puffy cheesy that was so good, made by Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> yes. Like the, the fairy tale character is, <laughs> yes. after they put him back together again, now he sells junk food? Exactly. Okay. And they're, they're habanero blue cheese. Okay. And they, like, are seriously the best thing I've had in a long time. So those are amazing. But usually, I would definitely pick the flaming hot cheetos okay but this has these habanero ones have pushed out the flaming hot really? which is wow which is a big thing for me they've converted you and they are puffy 
They're not, puffy. Not crunchy. Okay. They're not crunchy. No. So I'm uh, just looking up online here. It looks like Humpty Dumpty is a brand that started in Maine, but now it's part of the old Dutch potato chip company, which is headquartered in Canada. So I don't know if that's available to our American listeners or not, but uh, they do have a habanero and blue cheese uh, cheese stick, and uh, it is not. Uh, doesn't look like it's available in a crunchy version. It's just the uh, the puffy version. So. I am um, answering the Cheetos question, and, and thanks to your question, Travis, I enjoy the crunchy Cheetos. I mean, listen, I'm, I don't discriminate when it comes to, to most junk food, um, but given the choice between the two, I do like that the crunchy Cheetos feel a little more substantial, and I am a big fan of the Flaming Hot Cheetos, unlike my previous guest. <laughs> um, and the, the puffy Cheetos always just kind of tasted like slightly cheese-flavored air, or like packing peanuts or something like that. So uh, they were never my uh, my first choice. But listen, if uh, I was a party and they were in a bowl, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't skip over them. And I'm very curious about these habanero and uh, blue cheese uh, cheese sticks. I will have to see for a future episode if I can get a bag of those and maybe include them as part of our savory uh, junk food. Okay, great. Well, I think we answered that question. Again, if you have any questions for us on Twitter at JunkFoodiesPod, at Gmail, JunkFoodiesPod at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us. Enjoy your pumpkin-flavored treats. And if you have any suggestions for any new ones uh, we can do in the future, because pumpkin season comes, well, every year, uh, let us know, and we'll keep an eye out for them. Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.